0: We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: Don't ever tell anyone that sickness is the will of God for you. It isn't. Healing and health are the will of God for you. Hallelujah. Now listen, if sickness is the will of God, then heaven will be filled with sickness and disease. Won't it? Because if that won't, his will will be carried out completely and perfectly in heaven. But thank God there's not any there. I said there's not any there. Now healing, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law.
0: Welcome to Rhema for today. Kenneth e. Hagin wraps up his teaching on redeemed from poverty, sickness and spiritual death. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth e. Hagin for today's message.
1: Now, that Jesus said, while you're turning to Acts 10:38, Jesus said it was Satan who bound this woman, not God. Now, in preaching to Cornelius' household, Peter said in Acts 10:38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with them, with him. See, this scripture makes it clear that the people, all of them, all the people that Jesus healed were oppressed by the devil. Not one of them was oppressed by God. Then not one of them did God put sickness or disease on. He said all that were oppressed and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. All that he healed was oppressed of the devil. See, some folks would have you to believe in church circles, and even over in the charismatic move. I know, I've had them talk to me. Have you to believe that God sends sickness upon His people to bless them, to train them, to teach them, to deepen their piety, whatever that means? <laughs> and some of them out there in the church world as a whole will say, stay away from those meetings where they pray for the sick to be healed. That's of the devil. Well, if those folks is right, it's of the devil, then God and the devil have swapped jobs. <laughs> 2,000 years ago, Satan was oppressing people. We just got through reading it. And Jesus was healing them. But if those folks is right now, then Jesus is oppressing people and the devils are healing them. But my Bible said in Hebrews thirteen eight, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today Amen hallelujah, and forever. And if he ever was a healer, he's still a healer. He never changes. He never changes. He never changes. From the beginning to the end of his public ministry, Jesus was combating Satan. His battle was not with men, but with demons that indwelt men. Don't ever tell anyone that sickness is the will of God for you. It isn't. Healing and health are the will of God for you. Hallelujah. Now listen, if sickness is the will of God, then heaven will be filled with sickness and disease. Won't it? Because if that won't, his will be carried out completely and perfectly in heaven. But thank God there's not any there. I said there's not any there. No, healing, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Healing is in God's plan of redemption. You see sin caused the curse to come on us. But Christ bore the penalty for us. Let's go to Isaiah for just a moment. Isaiah the 53rd chapter. Let's look at the 4th and 5th verses. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Sometimes even in some of my English references, uh, you'll notice that there's a the word grief, The translated grief here is translated sickness, and the word translated sorrow is the word for disease in the Hebrew. And if you read some of the other translations, you'll find out that the Hebrew, that is, original scriptures, as it was originally written, it read, "Surely He has borne our sickness and carried our diseases, and yet right on nothing." Wait, just hold up there for a minute. I want to help you, even with your English Bible. Turn over to Matthew 8:17. Right now, hold your place. Hold your finger there in Isaiah 53:4, and turn over to Matthew 8:17. Matthew 8, 17. Here he's talking about Jesus healed all that came unto him, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Now go back, that's King James translation, I just read. And the Holy Ghost, you see, here's a divine commentary. The Holy Ghost, through through the apostle Matthew said, Himself that Isaiah said himself took our infirmities by our sicknesses Well, go back and read the book of Isaiah and the King James translation. You can't find those words in there anywhere But you notice what your reference look in your mark look at your reference there of Matthew 8:17. It refers you to Isaiah 53 4 doesn't it it tells you that's where he said it Well, you see what he actually said was surely he has borne our sickness and carried our diseases well, that's saying that himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. So without knowing Hebrew, I know that's what it said. Though the Hebrew scholars uh, agree that that's what he said. All of them. Now, let's go on reading. Surely then he has borne our sickness and carried our diseases. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. Now I want to call you something else. Yet we did esteem You see, in bearing our sicknesses and our diseases, we esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. That's not what the Roman showed. the Roman soldiers beating him wasn't him stricken and smitten of God. That's stricken and smitten of man. You see, God laid on him, not only the iniquity of us all, he laid on him the diseases of us all. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God. That is, when he bore our sicknesses and carried out. So I said, how did he do that? I don't know. I just know the Bible said it and I believe it. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Amen. Amen. Yet we did esteem him smitten, stricken, see, smitten of God and afflicted. Now notice the fifth verse, but he was wounded for his transgressions, no, our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Now come again to Matthew 8, 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Then the Holy Spirit, looking back at Calvary, wrote through the apostle Peter in 1 Peter 2, 24, in the past tense, and said, Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye he were healed. Hallelujah. Now, one one supposedly great learned man, actually somebody was kind enough to send me his tape, cassette. And he's commenting on this verse, he called my name on the tape. Didn't speak very well of a Christian brother. See, you can disagree with people without being disagreeable. But when you attack people and call their name, uh, you're being disagreeable. That's not Christian love. That's Christian hate. There is no such thing as Christian hate, but that's Christians are hate, (laughs) trying to create division in the body of Christ. But he went on to say this verse. He uh, he said I said, quoted me, you know, by whose right that I believed, you know, uh, and and other healing people that that healing that that means healing. Now he said I do believe the Lord heals uh, if it's His will. You know, most any Christians ought to believe that. If it's God's will, well, we'll pray. He'll heal. If you don't, why, you will die uh, if you're very bad off. <laughs> and uh, he said, this means, though, that by whose stripes ye were healed. said, that's talking about sin. It's by his stripes that you're healed of sin. Now, stop and analyze that for a minute. The Bible tells us that they laid the stripes on Jesus' back there in Pilate's judgment hall. Well, if it be his stripes we healed of sin, then that man just got through telling me the cross is unnecessary. It wasn't necessary for Jesus to go to the cross and shed his blood because we were healed from sin by his stripes. Then he's taking uh, he's taking sides against the cross. Jesus going to the cross, but the Bible said. He's redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it's written curse is every one that hangs on a tree. No, that doesn't mean that we were healed from our sins by his stripes. It means just what the scripture said, we were healed from our sickness and disease by his stripes. And by the shed blood of Jesus, glory to God, there is a remission of sins. Actually, you can't separate it. It all goes together. You can't just isolate it and say it was the cross. Well, thank God for the old rugged cross. But you ever stop to think about it? If it ended there and Jesus just died on the cross, plan of salvation would not have been completed. Amen. He had to rise again. Amen. Thank God for the resurrection. See, see, you can't separate it. It all goes together. You just can't separate Thank God for Calvary. Thank God for Calvary. But it didn't end there. Somebody said on the cross, Jesus said it's finished, so therefore it's all finished right there. Why, it wasn't? Then it wouldn't be necessary for him to raise, be raised from the dead if it's finished. He didn't mean the new covenant's finished. He's talking about the old covenant being finished. Read what happened when he said on the cross, it's finished. That curtain that curtained off the holies of holies where the presence of God was kept shut up in the temple. Nobody could dare approach under that presence except the high priest, and he owned under great precaution. When Jesus out there on Calvary said it's finished, the Word of God tells us that that curtain, Flavius Josephus, the Jewish historian, said that that curtain was 40 feet across or wide, 20 feet high and four inches thick. And up there and there, 20 feet in there, some being, an angel, evidently, got a hold of it and rent it in twain. That means he ripped it apart. And God moved out. His presence moved out of the Holy of Holies. That's the kind of glory moved out. And that's the kind of glory dwells in us now. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. That's what he meant when he said it's finished. No, the new covenant wasn't finished. The plan of salvation wasn't finished. Amen. The word of God tells us in the book of Hebrews that he entered into the heavenly, heavenly holders of holies with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us. It wasn't obtained till then.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.
2: Well, honey, we have an awesome offer this month. You know, we're kind of living in some dark times. Yes. Uh, And um, your dad uh, did actually, this is a DVD, called Victory Over Darkness and All Power of the Enemy. And then my book, Name Above All Names. Jesus. Yes. And this is a great book. This is a series of teachings that I did a while back, and they put it into a book form. It is, you, you want to get a hold of it. This is a great book. And those two are for a gift of $27 or more. And when you send that in, guess what we're going to give them free of charge. Free of charge. I'm going to give you my three CDs, Why God, Why Me, Why Now?, now, that's the title of the of the CD album, but the title of the different CDs in here are uh, Come What May, God is Still God. Yes. And then the other CD is Don't Forget God, and the other one is Can God, God Can, and all of these deal with the subject, why God, why me, why now, that's why the title is that way, but... Whoop. We want you to have this yes. for a gift of $27 or more for the two two items. We're going to throw this in for you. And one of the reasons I'm doing it is because this is Resurrection Month, Easter yes. Sunday. Yes. I call it Resurrection Month, and I want you to have those things.
0: Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of RAMA for Today. Monday, Kenneth Hagan will start a new and powerful series. That's next week on RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.